You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. This is Sister Lavina Francis Pamet. I'm a Franciscan Sister of the Sacred Heart. This is Dare to Love show. It's a program that cultivates vocation awareness in the Archdiocese of Chicago through our discussion of topics related to vocation discernment and vocation awareness promotion. Dare to Love is um, uh, monthly um, during 8 o'clock Thursday, the first Thursday of the month through WNDC AM 750. And today we have a guest. Um, his uh, name is John Siumbuf with the Marinol Fathers and Brothers. And uh, John joins us today from uh, Hyde Park in uh, CTU, the Catholic Theological Union. He is right now um, waiting uh, for three weeks before a break. Good morning, John. Good morning, sister. It's good to be here. And we've been earlier uh, just having a, a little conversation. Uh, the Mary Knowles have been very active in the community and internationally. And I continue to learn about um, the Marinol community. Uh, Greg Dar, uh, who lives in, in the Minnesota area, is currently the vocation director. And that's how I got connected with John. So, um, John, why don't you... Talk, uh, just just talk a little bit more about yourself. Maybe give us a little bit more uh, background, uh, where you're coming from. Um, you know, like uh, what you've been up to. And, and I know last month you had a very very special occasion. So why don't you uh, tell us about that? Oh, sure, sister. Um, so just like sister said, my name is John Siumbu. I'm from Kenya. Uh, Kenya is a country in East Africa. I'm currently uh, preparing. Uh, for ordination to the Catholic priesthood. I'm studying at the Catholic Theological Union as part of my preparation. Uh, by God's grace and mercy, uh, last month, I was ordained to the diaconate, and it's been a journey um, full of uh, confirmation, uh, full of uh, graces from God that have come to my life through very many people across our planet, uh, from uh, East Africa, all the way to South America, and now here in North America. And how did you meet the Marinols? Okay, sister, are you sure how many minutes do we have? 180? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I I met the Merinol uh, fathers and brothers when I joined um, university back in my country. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the chaplain at uh, the university that I joined, uh, Kenyatta University in uh, the capital of Kenya in Nairobi, was a Merinol chaplain at that time. And that's how I first uh, came in contact with the Merinol fathers and brothers. Now, I heard that at that time, um, there are a lot of lay Merinol missionaries. But you didn't just want to join them as a lay missionary. You really wanted to become one of either, I don't know if, did, did you want to be a brother right away or a priest right away? Uh, or did you know what that vocation was calling you to? Uh, so maybe backtracking a bit. I've, I, um, I've, I remember the earliest time I um, felt called to the priesthood was uh, on the occasion of a, uh, my confirmation. Mm-hmm. I was 13 years old at that time. And back at home, confirmations are big things. You know, we're talking about a five hour event, something like that. So after all that time, uh, the bishop was speaking to our parents, and mm-hmm. my mother was hold, standing behind me my mother, my dad. Uh, I was confirmed with my two sisters, Nelly and uh, Jiska. Uh, so we were really exhausted. Everyone was exhausted. We just wanted to go home. And the bishop, you know, was speaking to our parents, and he said uh, to our parents, uh, "Look, I don't have priests, and we don't have enough nuns and priests in our diocese. Please raise your kids so that we can have priests and sisters in in, in our diocese." And I looked up to my mother. I was really small back then. I said, nah, "Mama," um, so in my language, I would like to be a priest. And my mother looked down and said, "Now." Nah, uh, we'll wait and see. I was 13 years old. It was on the occasion of uh, my confirmation. So I knew, I've, I've always felt called to the priesthood. But what, it's not until I got to uh, university and I met for the last that I felt uh, the calling to uh, a missionary priesthood. Uh, thanks to the example of uh, for the Lance and the example of many other medical priests that I met in the East Africa region. Okay. So yeah. there was a, a definite invitation. Even before uh-huh. uh, that uh, significant time of confirmation, um, uh-huh. did you have a uh, uh, some sort of uh, maybe call or even thinking about um, serving in the church before that? Yes, I recall uh, visiting with my uncles. Uh, I come from a family of um, uh people who were really involved in the church on uh, uh, my maternal cousins and and my uncle, uh, John, they're very involved in the church. And I remember visiting with them and uh, uh, participating in their services and feeling Mm -hmm. called to be part of uh, the ministry to help uh, by speaking about the word of God and uh, sharing my faith. I remember those moments when I would go on the stage to share what they would say, a testimony. And I recall stirrings in my heart, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, feeling I would like to be a minister, to say something with my life, with my words about the goodness of God. That's just beautiful, John. It seems like yeah. it, the example of your family. And did you yeah. say your uncle's name was named uh, is named John? That were yes. you named after your uncle? 
I I I don't know how it came to be. I, I yeah, my uncle and I have the same name. I remember back at home. Uh, I was I was baptized uh, years after I was born, mm-hmm. and I remember when. Uh, this is another story. I remember just before baptism, my mother asked us, my sister and myself, my two sisters and myself, uh, what name would you like for your baptism? And I chose John. Later on, my mother didn't explain to me something else, but later on after baptism, she sat us down and said, uh, back at home, they don't, John is not the name they use in my family. We use another name for me, like like everyone at home. We have all, uh, you know, the familiar names. And she sat us down and she told me that uh, she was moved that I chose the word, the name John. Because uh, when I was, I think about uh, maybe a year old, I fell sick and uh, my mother thought that, uh, you know, this was it. I was going to die and, and all that. So they called a priest and uh, uh, the priest uh, gave me, uh, <clears throat> prayed over me and uh, I was uh, baptized. And I, they asked, when they asked for a name, they chose the name John, but hmm. no one told me about that. No one told me about that. Well, I I, I lived. I, wow. I I became well, and when the occasion of uh, <clears throat> you know being accepted into the church, they asked me what name would you like, and without being told that I had been given the name John early on when it was felt that I was not going to live, I chose the name John. And so and it happens to be the name John is my uncle, my uncle's name too. Wow, that just gives me goosebumps. That's quite a story. That's, uh, yeah, it, it just seems like um, you have really had that uh, uh, closeness. And so when, when you were thinking about um, at 13 during your confirmation, um, how soon was it that you started? Uh, did you even approach anybody with? the marinal priests and the missionaries about your interest or no no uh, where i come from uh it, it's about eight hours from the capital so the marinal fathers and brothers that i first had contact with uh were in the big city in the capital in nairobi mm-hmm. so it was not until i was 20 20 years old that I first I met the first Marinol priest. I spoke with about I spoke about my desire for the priesthood with um, a chaplain uh, in my high school, and he told me, "Come on, John, go to school, study, go to university, and then come talk to me about the priesthood." Yeah. So I did that, and I went to the university, and lo and behold, I found another chaplain. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to him about my desire to be a priest. And the first thing he asked me was, have you spoken with your mother? That's another thing that, that really moved me. Mm-hmm. I know a, a marital priest, uh, the uh, marital priest, the people who minister in, in, in a culture that is not their own. This is an American priest uh, who knows my culture so well that uh, the first question he asks me is whether I've spoken with my parents when I share with him 
um, I decided to become a priest. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. You know, um, I I want to uh, continue with this story, John, but right now it's time. Can you just imagine it's time for a break? So we're going to go on a short break, (laughs) right? And then we'll continue with this story. We'll be back. All right, sure, sister. I'll be right A stranger and a pilgrim in this world Sometimes I wonder what this journey will bring And you guide me faithfully to find a home in you Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Catholic education offers something other schools don't. When you walk through that door, you are amongst friends. I can confidently say that I look up to everybody at HT, staff, students. There's just something that you can admire in every person here. We treat everyone here with the same kind of respect that we would hope that exists in our families. Our curriculum is very rigorous, and we hope to match the academic rigor with our level of academic support. They help us prepare for college. They talk to us about our future and what we want to do. I think it instills a sense of community, which makes me more confident in my work. Through the teachers, through our counselors, through all of our administrators, we are educating not just the mind, but also the heart. I think that distinguishes us from other types of schools. Catholic high schools provide high-quality, faith-based education. The journey begins by taking your entrance exam. Register online at the Catholic high school you wish to attend. Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today.
blessings of the love that I found in you. And we are back to Dare to Love. This is Sister Lavina Pamet. I am here with John Siyumbu from the Marinol Brothers and Fathers. And right now he is at CTU um, and on video conference. And by the way, not just on over the radio waves, but uh, this is being um, uh, recorded so that it will be shown on YouTube as well from the Catholic Chicago channel. And if, uh, j- if you want to spread the word, people just have to go to YouTube and um, they can even just uh, type in Dare to Love Catholic Chicago or just Dare, Dare to Love. I, don't, I think that's pretty unique and they will find it on YouTube. So, um, And this is on the every first Thursday of the month at 8 a.m. So, John, uh, you were talking about your journey uh, back in Kenya. And I just need to mention to you that over uh, Thanksgiving, I met a, uh, a person uh, her name is Janet, and she comes from Kenya, from the Luo tribe. So, That's what? Good. Yeah, what tribe are you coming from? Okay, it's the Luya. Luya. Ah, so that's that's a different one, or is it? That's is, a different one. We ah. live we live close by. My sister is married among the Luo. So, in a general way of speaking, if I were to not say. She, your friend Janet, is my in-law. Oh, that's wonderful. So are you anywhere near Lake Victoria, your family, your village? Yeah, we're five hours from the lake. My sister is really close to the lake, you know, yes. maybe about, I'd say maybe about 15 minutes from the lake or something. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. uh, it was so interesting how, uh, and, you know, I have that missionary heart as well. And uh, I'm originally coming from the Philippines, by the way. Uh, we really yeah. haven't, you and I, we really haven't talked, but oh my gosh, all the stories <laughs> that we could uh, talk about right and I have yeah. so much a lot of people have so much to learn about the um, the African continent like first of all like if we think of Egyptians for example it's like we forget you know it's yeah. from Africa Saint Augustine of Hippo is from Africa so now like yeah. if you're talking about Kenya and Nairobi mm-hmm. it's sort of like talking yeah. about you know like we're in Chicago in Illinois you know um, yeah. Internationally, Illinois might not be as popular, but you say Chicago and people know about that, right? So, um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you can make comparisons in terms of the states as sort of like, you know, like Kenya is one country in East Africa. So uh, I, I am, again, as you said, uh, you, we were talking about learning uh, languages, especially for you, uh, Spanish. And so you said, yes. poco a poco, little by little, you you know, you start learning more and more. And that's being right. a missionary, that's pretty much the marital way of being. So let's continue that's your story. So when, before the break, you were talking about you approached um, one of your, your chaplains. And yeah. uh, and he's, he mentioned, have you talked to your parents? Uh-huh. So what was your answer? Have you talked to your parents at that point? I, I, I didn't. I did not remember that I had spoken to my mother years ago that I wanted to be a priest. So when Father Lance, my chaplain, suggested that I speak with my mother, I did what any young man would do. I called my mother at home. So and I said, Mama. I would like to be a priest. 
And then my mother gave me one of the surprises that will always stay with me for the rest of my life. She told me, I remember you told me that. I, 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 had, I had forgotten that I told her. I'd, I did not know that she remembered all that. Mm. And she told me, I remember you told me that during your confirmation. And she told me that I would like you to be happy, just like I've raised you, my kids. You know, like all through school, back at home, usually parents, back at home, education is really important. Parents would go, would sacrifice a lot mm-hmm. to, to, so that their kids can go to school. Not just my own parents, but it's a common occurrence. And mostly parents would say, you know, I'd like you to be a doctor. I'd like you to be a lawyer. I'd like you to be a nurse, you know. Well, my mother used to tell us, uh, you, you choose the subjects you'd like to do in school because I want you to be happy. So that's what she told me on the phone. She said, she repeated, you know, I want you to be happy and I want you to serve God. It'll be an, uh, a blessing for me if you're happy as a servant of God. And I promise you all my support. Uh, with my father, it was a little bit straightforward. You know, she, he told me, um, when I went back home, I spoke with my father face to face when I went back home after, you know, the semester. Mm-hmm. And he told me, okay, now if, if this is what you'd like to do, you choose the way, look forward and don't look behind. No, go forward, choose it, be sure that this is what you'd like to do and then move forward. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So now you've got to support your family. Then yeah. what, what's, what was the next step? Well, the, the, oh. there was a hurdle, though, right? Because Mary Noel wasn't receiving mm-hmm. um, international members at the time. That's right. So after, for the last told me about calling my parents, next time I spoke with him, he told me, well, John, uh, we do not receive, uh, Mary Noel does not accept um, people who are not uh, U.S. citizens or um, legal, people who have legal status in the United States. And I said, I know further. I have read it on the Merino website. I've seen that, but I would still like to join Merino because I, I, I've seen the MM on your door, you know, on your office door. I did not know that Merino missionaries, MM stands for Merino missionaries. So I checked it out online and I found out it was Merino missionaries. I followed the links. Mm-hmm. I ended up on the Merino website before I went to speak with Fatalas. So I, I told Fatherland, I know that, but I would still like to join Merino. And then Fatherland said, oh, well, uh, he suggested another congregation, you know. And he suggested, mm, I see Jesuit, maybe Jesuit written all over your face. And I said, mm, I would like, in my heart, I wanted to join Merino because of the example of, of Fatherland uh, in, in my campus, in, the, in my university life. At Kenyatta University, mm-hmm. uh, it's easy to believe in Jesus Christ when you see someone who uh, tr- tries to live uh, the faith, who puts the faith in action the way Father Lance does. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's so easy to believe in Jesus Christ when you have someone like that in your life. And uh, I wanted to join Merino based on the example of the priesthood and missionary priesthood that I saw in Father Lance. Mm-hmm. So he told me, would you like me to speak with my superior? I said, sure, 
I really wasn't sure what superior meant and all that. <laughs> I, I said, yes, if, if that will help me get into become a, a Merino missionary, yeah, sure, I'd be happy for you to do that. So he spoke with um, the regional superior at that time for the Dave Smith, the Africa regional superior. And uh, for the regional superior spoke with a uh, superior general in New York. And uh, it was uh, agreed that uh, we could start an experiment. I could become an experiment. So you were the guinea pig. You were the first one. So you changed the entire... uh, what would you call that? I guess their their rule. Yeah, God's ways are really um, something that uh, open a lot of uh, avenues for us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now, and now, look. Yeah. Uh, just last month, you 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 not only did you find your way in the United States, and I think there mm-hmm. were some some challenges along the way because it didn't quite work out right. According to the the narrative that I, that I heard from um, from Greg, he was saying that they tried it out and then it didn't work and then it worked again and now you are actually here so close. How long That's before right. you get ordained as a priest? Uh, God willing, uh, eight months. In eight months, oh my goodness! Yeah. So including yeah. this month, it's like the nine month gestation before babies are born. Did you think of that? Amen. <laughs> oh, you, you just made me think about that, sister. I appreciate that image. I'll use it in my prayers. Thank there you. you go. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just so wonderful. And now yeah. you're you're here and with the formation, and uh, the other thing that you're you're learning because you you speak English, and then uh-huh. and I think that's part of what you learned in school in Kenya, right? And then you speak the Luya language or that's right that's okay. right is that an, it, anything you anything close to i can't remember that other language um the kenyans no. but okay, swahili. Oh, swahili right 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 yeah, okay right. so and there are yeah. different versions right uh of, yes, of right. swahili but there's sort of like a standardized thing um that's spoken right. pretty much in nairobi and then and then the different villages and tribes kind of have their own version plus what else other than and then yeah. in Spanish, right? That's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And anything else that you speak, or? Uh, no, right now I don't. I don't speak Dothraki. If you're if you're asking. Okay, and you you don't have to learn Latin or anything like that, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, Latin is part of the philosophy program, so oh, I. Oh. Uh, okay. Yes, I I don't speak Latin. Mm-hmm. I should be able to uh, read a basic text in Latin and uh, understand. Uh, you know something that is uh, being spoken about in the text yeah well i'm aware of the time we're we're coming to a close but we have maybe a minute maybe um two minutes max what is your message to young people out there who are feeling the call from god to pursue Uh a life which is an option to live as a religious um and maybe a religious a missionary religious maybe even a marinal religious mm-hmm. yeah yeah what would you say you know, to them you know what i'm learning from my vocation story uh Merino's, uh mm, decision to accept me finally after years of a uh, consideration uh, i would share with my friends in the lord who are considering to serve the lord that docility in the hands of, of god is 
is uh, important in finding what God's will is in your life. Mm-hmm. Be docile in the hands of God, and the hands of God are the people around you. Tell them, I would like to be a sister. I would like to be a man. Tell them, I would like to be a priest. Tell them, I would like to join Merino. Tell them that. And listen to how God speaks to you through the people around you. Because as Pope Francis says, you will experience the greatest joy, the deepest joy, when you give yourself. And that's the key, isn't it? Your mother said, I want you to be happy. I want you to Mm -hmm. pursue and respond to that which will make you happy and give you joy that God is calling you to. That's the key, is to have that fullness of life. Because I think there's a lot of misconceptions about it. And yet, you're happy. And you have changed the world in just how you witness to it, how you're living it. I'm just so proud of you. Yeah. Best wishes to you in that um, eight or so months. And then uh, we'll we'll soon probably uh, have you back. I don't know, probably after your your ordination. We'll see. So how did it go, right? (laughs) And then where you're going to be missioned. How exciting. Thank you, you, sister. Thank you for the program and thank you for your work. Uh, May God bless the work of your hands. Right. And then for um, uh, to go to a uh, to visit their website, uh, I believe you just uh, pretty much go to marinol.com. It's going to be um, on this recorded uh, tape when it gets to sh- be shown on YouTube. The Marinol uh, websites and the links, I believe, to your um ordination to the dia- traditional diaconate is going to be on there we'll make sure we'll, we'll include that in the meantime thank, thank you, you so much for uh, for being on this show god bless everybody and don't be afraid to respond to that call <laughs> <laughs>